0: بلش ما راح اطول عليكم فيزت فلسطين بلشت فكرته بال2008 بلش ويبسايت على الانترنت حتى يساعد الاجانب والسواح اذا بدهم اي سؤال عن فلسطين فلسطين التاريخيه باي محل بحبوا يروحوا يزوروه مكان سياحي يعملوا هايكنج اي شيء لما بيدخلوا على هذا الوبسائت مو كل المعلومات بتكون موجوده عليه تحولت هاي الفكرة على ارض الواقع السنه الماضيه بشهر 12 في شهر ٢٢٠١ 2014 افتتح مركز فيزيت فلسطين اللي هو ممكن تزوروه بجانب مبنى هولي اللي هو صار عنا جيفت شوب ببيع كل البضائع اللي بتصنع يدوياً بفلسطين وكمان في عنا الانفورميشن سنتر أي أجنبي أو عربي حتى بحب يجي يسأل أي سؤال إلو علاقة بالسياحة إلو علاقة بأي إشي موجود على الويبسايت يستفسر عنه أكتر i يعمل تور to يروح هايكينج the tour, the ممكن يتفضل عنا the tour, the كمان جديد tour, بس إحنا لسه مش the tour, صار في the الكوفي شوب اللي هو tour, the مأكولات عم تصنع يدويا بالمكان the tour, the tour, the tour, the tour, the tour, the tour, تكون the tour, the ورح يتم افتتاحه بشكل علني أمام الكل هلأ هو مفتوح فيكم تروحوا تشربوا إشي سخن بهالشتاء وبنعمل هلأ زي شوربة فريكة وأشياء زاكي خصوصا لفترة الشتاء هاي أول شيء احنا نواجه الشكر لمؤسسة هوليلان ترست اللي منحونا هاي المساحة اللي نعمل فيها الوركشوب اليوم وأكيد بتمنى إنه ينال إعجابكم في عندي كمان إعلان صغير احنا عم ندور على أشخاص يساعدونا بتسجيل مقاطع صوت لمشروع نحن قائمين عليه حالياً بس عم ندور على أشخاص لغتهم الأم تكون مثلًا الإسباني أو الإنجليزي أو الألماني ذكرني بيا إسباني إنجليزي ألماني فرنسي هولندي وكمان يدش روسي these uh, languages, if you know someone who speaks this language, it is the language of the women, they can communicate Visit Palestine, because we are talking about the language of their women, and this language, so we First of all, I would like to welcome you all at Visit Palestine Center, and I would like to thank Holy Land Trust for giving us the space to have this workshop here today. I would like to introduce Visit Palestine shortly before we start, Visit Palestine started in 2008. It was an idea on a website on the internet. And after that, last year, uh, Sami Khouri. He is the uh, uh, the owner of Visit Palestine, and it's his idea. He uh, um, think about to open a center for Visit Palestine to help tourists from all over the world to come. If they would like to visit a site, a holy site, or make a trip or something, he could come to our uh, information center and ask about it, or he could come to our gift shop uh, and visit Palestine. We sell there everything made in Palestine and it's a, a, a product handmade, most of it. Um, today we are looking, we have a new project, we are looking for native speakers um, for the Spanish, English, French, Polish, German, Russian language. We would like to record for a new project to record uh, audio guide, guide, uh, guiding. If you know anybody, we need help with this. If you know anybody, please send him or her to us, or contact us, we can contact him or her for the future. Thank you all, and I would like uh, to wish you a very and great and wonderful time with us in the workshop. Thank you so much.
1: Hello, welcome. My name is Beata, and I work at Visit Palestine. And thank you, Osama, for introducing introduce our partners with whom we are organizing this uh, event Uh, it's uh, jerusalem quarterly and i'm so glad to welcome professor salim tamari who is the editor of the journal which is uh, speaking and writing uh, about uh, past and present and future of jerusalem and also other cases like for example the pioneers uh, photographers in bethlehem which is an upcoming Uh, subject of the next uh, issues and I'm also glad to uh, welcome you on the um, (laughs) launching of the new number of a new uh, issue of the uh, journal today and I would like to welcome uh, professor Salim to tell tell us a little bit more about the journal and later George uh, who will present uh, us the topic George uh, is an uh, art collector and, as well, um, advisor for Bank of Palestine regarding their uh, art exhibition. And he's also researcher uh, of uh, culture, heritage, and art in Palestine. So welcome, Dr. Thank, Thank,
2: Thank you, Beata, for this Thank wonderful you. introduction and okay. for having us here. Uh, I am the editor of this journal, um, which is the Jerusalem Quarterly, and we tend to have thematic um, uh, issues. This is the last photography issue, and the great uh, George Ammer, uh, his contribution on Abu and Bethlehem photographers will appear in the next photography issue, hopefully uh, sometime in 2016. Um, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for having us come through Wadi and enjoy the scenery. Um, This is the second launching of uh, the quarterly. We tend to have special issues on special themes. This is the 100th anniversary of the First World War in Jerusalem. And this is the current uh, clashes in Haram Sharif. And um, the one on photography it's on Palestine, but we have a special focus on Jerusalem. The next issue will be on the geography of uh, Greater Jerusalem, and the one after that, which is now being prepared, is on security and intelligence. And I want to encourage you to acquire copies. We're selling the uh, the issues at ten uh, shekels apiece outside. Uh, I want to entice you to look forward to the security issue because we're having interesting contributions on the Neely Group, which is the first um, Jewish uh, intelligence unit in, uh, during the First World War, uh, headed by a man called Abramson, who used to communicate with the British through pigeons that, because there was no internet in those days. And then we have a special uh, issue on Tashkilat Makhsousa, which is the Ottoman intelligence in Palestine, headed by Anwar Bashar. Uh, an article on Jordanian security intelligence, which was captured by the Israelis in, in during the war. And uh, two articles on Israeli surveillance uh, through biometrics, biopolitics uh, in, in the greater Jerusalem area among others, but uh, this is just to give you an idea what we do uh, with our, the journal is specialized on Jerusalem, it's the only journal in the world which uh, addresses issues of geography, politics, planning, history, and the future. And now we will have, uh, George, Uh, thank you very much for this great event, thank you.
3: I'd like to welcome you to this talk it's not uh, as mentioned before it's not a workshop while I watch it a it's only a talk about uh, uh, that it was suggested by dr Salim that uh, I will be good that if I write on Abu uh, or on uh, photography in Bethlehem and the photographers of Bethlehem City. Uh, the, I've started this research on the photographers of Bethlehem almost eight years ago, following some finds that I've made uh, in some houses in in Bethlehem and in in the surroundings of Bethlehem. And I started uh, finding some uh, names of photographers that, for me, uh, at that early stage of research were totally unknown. Uh, Until almost six years ago, I put my hands on uh, uh, on a treasure of uh, of family photographs that I've inherited from my father's uncle, who lives in, in Germany, and later I found uh, the majority of photographs uh, or even some paintings uh, done with oil colours, uh, signed by Zakaria Abu-Fhali. Until that moment, Zakharia Abu-Fhali was never mentioned uh, in, 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 uh, in any book or any, any source. And uh, if you read the, the, the title of the talk, it is The Five Years of Photography in Batland," That's what I started to, to do for this uh, event or this evening. Until I, I found out that uh, uh, I should focus mainly on, on, on uh, Zakhali Abu Fahele since the others, uh, the other photographers uh, originally from Bethlehem or uh, from Palestine and worked in Bethlehem had the luck to be uh, published or to be uh, researched by many uh, researchers before me and also after what, what we did maybe with Ustaz Khalil Shouke, what we did with the Reverend Mitri Rahib uh maybe karima Aboud took her uh, uh, her chance or uh, uh, took the um, the space or the literature that was made and the research was made enough on her others also took their uh, their chance or took the uh, the ticket let's say to be documented and published only Zahari abu that tonight I'll be sharing some uh, uh, new finds regarding this uh, uh, Bethlehemite photographer. Uh, again, uh, the title is Pioneers of Photography in Bethlehem, but I'll be focusing mainly on Abu Hede. Uh, the first image here is, is uh, uh, um, a recently discovered uh, self-portrait for uh, Zakaria. Later I'll, I'll tell you more uh, about it. Now to, to have uh, also uh, to shed a, li- a little light uh, on, on uh, what came before the Kharia of Hale or before photography in Bethlehem, the, the Palestinian city. This is the, uh, the trial of capturing uh, Palestine in photography or in, in, in painting. Let's say everybody, every Orientalist, every visitor, every uh, uh, pilgrim to the Holy Land tried in a way. Since uh, the beginning of of traveling to Palestine almost uh, 1,600 years ago, the beginning of pilgrimage to Palestine during the Byzantine uh, period, uh, people tried in their own way, uh, using the the methods and the ways uh, available uh, at that time, um, to capture Palestine in a way, or to to seize the beauty of Palestine in a painting, in a model, uh, in a relic, in a souvenir. And uh, let's say that uh, the orientalist artists who started visiting uh, Palestine after the the French expedition with Napoleon, uh, they weren't only French, they've been uh, British, they've been French, uh, from uh, Scandinavian countries, and they uh, visited Palestine uh, by hundreds even. We we can count almost 250 orientalist artists who used to paint. Palestine before the invention of photography, and for example, uh, nearly everybody of us know about uh, uh, David Roberts, the the British Orientalist who visited Palestine in 1834 and who took uh, uh, some watercolors uh, for Palestine in general, nearly every city. Um, from David Roberts and the orientalist artists uh, who were uh, coming to Palestine even after the invention of photography and we can name one of the, the very uh, last uh, ones to, to live and to paint Palestine, Gustav Barronfield, the German uh, orientalist. From David Roberts and from the Orientalism, we go to the invention of photography. The invention of photography was uh, announced uh, 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 to public in 1839 in France, and one of the fathers, he wasn't the only uh, uh, father or the discoverer of photography, uh, was Louis Daguerre and others. Uh, Immediately after the invention of photography and the announcement about the invention of photography, photographers started uh, to raid Palestine and uh, the the first uh, 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 photographer ever to come to Palestine through Egypt from Gaza was uh, Frédéric Fisquet, December 1839. Uh, now, when Frederick came, it was uh, 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 almost 10 months after the official uh, announcement of the discovery of photography, and he took the first photograph, it wasn't for Jerusalem, it was for Gaza City. Later he came to, uh, uh, to Jerusalem and he took the first photograph ever for uh, Jerusalem in December, actually the 4th of December, uh, 1839. Now we can, after that period, uh, photographers as, uh, as done by orientalists started also uh, visiting Palestine in mass numbers. And we, can, we can't almost count them all, we can mention another 200, 250 uh, uh, photographers. Uh, we can put them in three categories, uh, photographers who were, who were coming. Uh, to Palestine and leaving, they came for specific purposes such as uh, 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 being, uh, accompanying uh, some archaeological expeditions to photograph archaeological digs uh, uh, or sites, and um, others came also with religious uh, mission- missionaries. We can name uh, Bergheim, Robertson, Dumas and Bonfils. Uh, Bonfis is something else. uh, We have three members uh, from the Bonfis family who who visited Palestine and some of them almost trusted for long uh, periods of time in in, in Palestine, especially in Jerusalem, although their studio was in in, in Beirut, Lebanon. the other category uh, are foreign photographers who stayed and opened studios in Palestine. Some of the photographers who were uh, traveling to Palestine or visiting Palestine for a short period of time decided, after uh, falling in love with the scenery in Palestine, with the with the atmosphere in Palestine. With the with the treasure of subjects the Treasury of, of subjects in Palestine uh, to photograph of course they decided to stay and they decided to open uh, studios the, the, those such studios were mainly based in, in Jerusalem City we can name Graham from them later after uh, the second category uh, which is uh, the category of, of photographers who stayed who decided to stay in Palestine we have uh, uh, the first, uh, uh, let's say, the first pride, the first atelier, or the first workshop to produce and to teach and to photograph Palestine from somebody local. Uh, patriarch Kesai Gamabedian, uh, an Armenian-Palestinian uh, uh, who became a patriarch. Uh, after uh, learning uh, photography, uh, he was the founder of the Armenian Atelier of Photography in Jerusalem in 1865 it is almost 26 years after the invention of photography in general there was a school to teach young uh, photographers uh, in palestine photography and the students weren't uh, only Palestinian palestinians they were from ev- everywhere in the, in the world they came to palestine as, as priests, as nuns as uh, artists and they wanted to, lo- to learn photography which was uh, something successful at that time and even nowadays to seize uh, the beauty or to capture uh, 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 the past. Uh, from uh, the workshop of Patriarch uh, Garabit Krakorian, yeah, the establishment of the first local studio in Jerusalem in 1885. Gregorian uh, was a student uh, for Garabedian, one of his students, and he opened or established the first uh, local studio in Jerusalem, and this studio, uh, or shop, let's say, was uh, 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 built or based uh, outside the old city walls of Jerusalem, exactly, to be exact, the location was outside Jaffa Gate, from the area outside uh, the walls, and uh, uh, there, uh, another student of of, uh, of Garabidiyan and Krekorian was the famous Khalil uh, Ra'ad Khalil Ra'ad, uh, we'll talk about him uh, specifically in the upcoming uh, slide um, he was one of the students and he was one of the main uh, uh, competitors of uh, Garabid Krekorian his master he opened his uh, studio in front of uh, of his uh, neighbor and uh, uh, Master uh, Krakorian. Uh, they were uh, competing and fighting until uh, some family marriage uh, took place in 1913, and they became as one, Krecorian and Now, uh, uh, to come back to the uh, subject of my uh, talk tonight, uh, which is uh, uh, the my photographer uh, Zachariah Isa Abu uh, it is something. It's a personal story, uh, let's say, if, if I can, if I may say between me and this photographer who died uh, in 1951. Uh, I mentioned uh, putting my hand on a treasure of photographs and uh, documents that I inherited from my father's uh, uncle who lives in Germany. Uh, The majority of the photographs uh, were by Zakharia Aboufheyl and I've been even gifted a, a portrait uh, that once I used with sazavera uh, Tamari in one of her uh, exhibitions, uh, actually an oil painting by Safaria uh, Mufheim. So the story starts here uh, with my great-grandfather, Yaqub Al-Ama, who was born in 1863 died in 1933. And uh, the treasury was uh, uh, mainly belonging to him and to, to three of his uh, uh, sons. Uh, I, I found nearly every name I mentioned from the photographers who came before our uh, guest tonight or our hero hero tonight, uh, Abu Buhale. I found some uh, family images by Prekorian. I found some images by uh, uh, Khalil. Right, plenty of images or photos, let's say. And uh, uh, the moment I saw the portrait, which is almost uh, uh, one meter twenty-five by 85 centimeter. I immediately, immediately after cleaning it, because it stayed in the house of the family for almost 90 years, on 95 years on the same uh, uh, wall, hand on the same wall, with the same wall. I cleaned it uh, with the help of a local artist, and uh, I discovered the name of Zakaria Alufheyl. It was a, a, a quest for me to discover who was this uh, Zakaria Alufheyl until I met some uh, 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 members of the Dadu family, and I've uh, read the name of uh, Zakaria Abu Faheli again in a book published by Sheila Ware titled Palestinian Costumes, published in 1989 by the British Museum. And in that book, I've seen... Uh, we'll be back to this... Uh, in that book, I've seen this painting, the painting on the right, which is signed and dated, here exactly by Zachariah rufheili back in 1900. It is part of the late Julia Dertuth collection. And uh, I've never examined the painting uh, by hands, but I do believe that it is painted over a photograph. Now, uh, later we'll go into details about the furniture of the studios and uh, how can we attribute unsigned, uh, unstamped uh, images to this or that photographer. This painting was the second clue for me to, to dig more and to, to be more interested in knowing uh, more about uh, uh, this photographer or painter, Zakaria Abu Hale. Maybe in Arabic it's much easy, easier for me to, to title him Al-Musawwar. Al-Musawwar, it could be an iconographer, it could be a painter, uh, or, or it could be a, a photographer. So Al-Musawwar, Zakaria Abu Hale. Uh, From this painting, I'll go back to my uh, uh, family uh, uh, photo, which is this. This is, uh, um, again, my great-grandfather, Yaqub al-A'ma, and his two sons and uh, and his daughter, Nazarena, her name was. And this uh, uh, photo was taken in Khalil Raad a studio in Jerusalem. The remains of a uh, uh, sentence written by the late Yaqub here is the 22nd of Shabbat, or uh, of February 1906. Um, it was like, for me, why do people from Bethlehem would travel? It was like traveling from Bethlehem to Jerusalem, although it, there was no... No barriers, nothing. It was that open country, that open uh, city. The two cities, there were only the, the roads, seven kilometers connecting them both. Why do people from Bethlehem would travel to Jerusalem to take a photograph? Why do somebody like Yaqub would go to Jerusalem and take three of his children to take this, let's say, prestigious photograph? Later, uh, I've answered this question that there, there was nobody working in photography in Bethlehem. 1906 there was nobody from Bethlehem working in photography and this is the portrait that I've, t- I've told you about which is 125 by 85 oil on, uh, on photo, on a photograph actually, signed and dated in this area by Zakaria Abu Hale Bethlehem 1906. Again the year 1906 is very critical and important for photography in Bethlehem. By putting my hand and cleaning this portrait and by going back to the Daduk family portrait, I, I, I put my hands on, uh, on a solid, solid statement that there was nobody in Bethlehem working in photography till the year 1906 or before. Now, this is the photo that I've talked about, and this is the portrait. Now, by, by comparing those two images, al Amma family and the Dardou family, you can see some elements of the same furniture. You can see here the table with the dolphin on the base. You can see it here. And that one is assigned Khalil Raad uh, photo taken in 1906. And that one is assigned painting by Zakharia of Fhaid in 1900. Now, to go back to the date of birth of, uh, of our photographer tonight, Zakharia, he was born in 1885. So when he painted this uh, painting, he was only 15 years old. Now, why he was chosen by the Dabdoub family to to paint this uh, 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 painting, we should go back to the history of the families in Bethlehem. In in a short statement, the Dabdoub and the Abu Fahele are of the the same family, uh, actually of the same also clan. We have in Bethlehem seven clans. We have the third clan in number and in in, in, in let's say uh, uh, in the period they stayed in Bethlehem, it's the Tarajme clan. Tarajme in Arabic, uh, in English, means uh, uh, guides uh, or uh, translators. That was their work uh, and according to history, they weren't only guides and translators, they were the, the master carvers of mother of birth. The Mother of Pearl as an art uh, or as an industry, a souvenir industry in Bethlehem, has much to do with our talk even Uh, tonight. I'll I'll, I'll be uh, reaching that point later. Now, when I combined these two uh, images together, I found out that the painter, our painter, until that moment, a painter, of Wufheeneh, was in touch with Khalifa. Because he was taking his photographs, his enlarged photographs, maybe you can read it here, that one of the services that Khalil Ra'ad was doing it, it's not that clear here I can read it from the, from the laptop uh, that enlargements can be made to any size on demand so if somebody would be taking a photo at a Khalil Ra'ad studio in Jerusalem if he wanted that photo to be enlarged to any size Khalil Ra'ad was offering that, uh, 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 let's say, service to, to people who came to his uh, uh, shop in Jaffa in, uh, in Jerusalem. So my great-grandfather, that's what happened with him, I later found it in his uh, biography, that he took his children to take this uh, 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 photo in order for him to take an in-law photo for himself to be painted by Zachariah Abu Fahail from Bethlehem. So in the same day, wearing the same cloths and having the same uh, stick in his hand, he took an enlarged uh, uh, photo and he handed it in the year 1906 to the Khali Abu Fahele who after conducting the research I discovered that he was influenced or he was one of the students of Khali So he took the enlarged uh, uh, photo to, uh, to Abu Hele and he painted over it with oil. He signed it and dated the, uh, the painting 1906 Patlahem. Now the year 1907 came and I have here uh, 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 two uh, photographs that belong to uh, uh, Nasser family and another photograph uh, which belongs to uh, uh, Zuhbi family. Uh, 1907, I'll show you now uh, the site that proves, the historical proves that uh, Zakaria took the decision, in 1907, to establish uh, his own workshop of photography in, uh, uh, nativity, in the Nativity Square near the uh, Nativity Church, and when I say near, it is what it was so close. It was the first shop, I'll show you in, in some uh, photos. When you leave the, the Nativity Church, you will be facing the shop of Zakaria of Haile on his studio. He decided in 1907 to establish his own uh, photographic studio. And how to prove this was not that easy, actually. I'll show you another slide to start we have this uh, uh, b- photo that has a a, 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 Zubhi, a family member who was a, 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 a carver of mother of his wife and his uh, his son and this is actually Charles Zubi, the father of the late Gregory Zubi. Gregory was the father of professor Salim uh, Zubbi uh, Shah took his uh, newborn uh, baby, Gregory, for, uh, in uh, his baptism to be photographed in 1908. Now, when we see this image, it's also, sorry if it's not that clear on the projector, the column that Bishara is putting his hand on is having Zakharia Abu Hede Beit or Studio Zakharia Abu Fahideh Beit So, between the year 1908 and 1907, I can prove it with another image which belongs to the uh, uh, Nasser family, but it doesn't have anything to say that it was taken by Zakaria Al-Faila. Later I discovered that he was importing this kind of cliché or this kind of decoration, which was a carton actually. Later he would uh, glue his photographs on it. It was his trademark until 1913 and later, before emigrating, he had his own stamp uh, uh, cartons or clichés that were uh, imported uh, from, from Europe. <laughs> this is the same cliché here. You can see, this is a, a photograph taken by Zakaria Abu Hele for a wedding. The wedding is uh, for the brother of my great-grandfather, Abdel al-Ahad al-A'ma. On the backside of the photograph, it's written by the handwriting uh, of the late Yaqtub al-Amar, that this is this call, Surah Ikliel, Ahuna Abdul Ahad wa Alus, tuhidat photographia, put dam babid ahni sabir, al mubarak fibay talahem, thenul, al-sem himsa. By, by, looking, by, by finding this uh, photograph, it gave me more energy to dig deeper and deeper about Zachariah, since he was neglected by anybody who wrote about photography, or, or by any historian who documented photography in Palestine. He was having his also, uh, 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 let's say, mobility of, of photography photographing, uh, to go from his uh, workshop into the uh, nativity square to take uh, uh, photos for weddings. It wasn't that easy to, to, to put the camera, to, to put the people standing still. It's it's not it's nothing to be compared with today technology. So he was that talented by the year 1907. If we memorize this kind of, of cliche or decoration on the left uh, uh, image, and we compare it with the one here, we can say, by going back to the date of birth of the sons of the late Salim Nasser in the photograph that this image was taken in 1907. So from 1906, paintings on photography, 1908 a dated, 1907 a dated wedding. We can conclude that uh, in the early 1907, our photographer, Zakaria Wufheide, established his workshop in Nativity Square. I'll be showing you. This, that's, that was it. This wall was built in 1905, after a decree issued by the Ottoman government that uh, uh, all the Christian uh, 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 burial sites should be moved to the place that they are there today. And uh, um, a wall actually was built uh, to, to circulate the uh, old uh, 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 burial ground and uh, this is a way that we use to date images of, of the Nativity Square, 1905 and later. You can see here this uh, shop here, and this is the sign. This is this reads Abu Haile and this reads Atelier de, de, de Beaux-Arts, Photographies Zakaria Abu Haile and here Jacob Abu Haile. It's not that clear. Maybe after I finish, I can show it to you on the uh, on the laptop that this image was taken by a, a, a German priest in 19. 19- Late, later, 1907, uh, this is the priest, and the team was with, with him visiting uh, Bethlehem. They, by chance, took uh, a very clear image for the sign of the Jacob Abu Fahele. Jacob is uh, the uncle, the direct uncle of, of Zachariah. He was a carver of Mother of Pearl. This is the role of Mother of Pearl here. And uh, uh, Zachariah, Zachariah was his nephew, he, he was working up until his death 1900, exactly in the year 1900. Jacob died and the shop stayed in the name of Jacob Abu Hale. Uh, Zachariah continued uh, in the same name, Jacob Abu On the other side here you can read another uh, 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 sign which says uh, uh, religious articles, souvenirs from the Holy Land, mother of pearl carvings and uh, uh, olive wood carving and uh, also rosaries. So this shop, before 1906, the establishment, or 1907, the establishment of Zachariah uh, Haile Photoshop, uh, uh, it was used by Jacob Haile for for selling souvenirs. In the year 1907, Zachariah took over and kept the name of Jacob Haile and later uh, 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 I discovered another, you can see another photograph, This is an enlarged caption from this uh, slide. You can see the Zed and the Abu Fahele, and photograph here. This is Atelier de Bozar. It's written here in French. And maybe we can suggest that this space here, with this kind of of glass structure on the roof, was actually the studio. Imagine that this is the Armenian Convent building, and this is the, the cemetery here. This is the police station. And this is the Mosque of Omar. Imagine the, the, the location of the studio and the shop of Jacob Abu Hede and his nephew Zachariah, the photographer. You can see the close-up here. <coughs> so something else to prove to prove the location and, and the, the relation between Zachariah and Jacob, we can find uh, 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 this, such pieces in the international antique market. This is a mother-of-pearl carved shell. Which is signed and dated Samirik Jacob of Bethlehem 1884, almost six years before Jacob died. This is the nativity or last la nativity number one, number one. It means that the shop itself was number number one, number one nativity square. So the location was extremely important for a photographer. It was that close. To, to the events in the church to he was open directly to the uh, uh, flocks of pilgrims who were coming daily to pilgrims who were coming daily into Bethlehem so he was that uh, the shop was uh, extremely flourishing in, in, since its establishment until the shop closed in approximately 1915 1916. Uh, you can such pieces uh, uh, this one i found actually on ebay i wasn't that lucky to obtain it at, at the beginning those two pieces are again uh, uh, made by uh, the uncle of uh, of Hede jacob and you can see the same that Jacob fabric jacob Aboufhele, this is an early one 1878 this is 1874 that one belonged to that one the scene of the of the last supper with the holy tomb this is Saint george we have the delicate work and here we come back to the to the, the, the issue of families. As I mentioned, Abu Hale is a family from the Tar- Tarajme clan. And the Tarajmi clan were not only known as, as translators, but they were actually the best carvers who, who started this uh, industry in Backland with the help of the Franciscans in the 13th century, 14th century. The industry and the art of mother-of-pearl uh, carving reached its peak with the work of the tarajme almost the mid-19th century those pieces are from from the golden uh, era or the golden age of mother-of-pearl carving in Bethlehem and this can show us more or reveal more about the uh, uh, character of Zakaria of Haile about uh, his background his knowledge if he was raised in a family uh, that were, was working in the mother of pearl and uh, mother of pearl carvers were that sophisticated that were even connected to, to artists when I say artists I say painters I mean painters if we look uh, to the painting of the Dabdub family again imagine that 15 years old uh, child would paint this. Imagine how talented he was, how exposed, how much exposed his, he was to arts, or to, to fine arts actually, that led him to, to start learning photography. Look at the painting, uh, I, I do guess that it's a big, it's a big painting. Again, all the colors on, on photography paper. By looking at this and also at that one here. We can see how talented and uh, we can know from his family and his connections that he was even, we can even guess or pinpoint that he was connected to some of Jerusalem early painters or uh, pioneer painters such as Nicola Sayer, the father of uh, Palestinian modern art or maybe to Khalil Halabi. Uh, in the year two, 2010, with the help of my cousin Enrique Gidi in, in Colombia, who is living in Colombia, he is a researcher on, on mother-of-pearl uh, uh, carving. Uh, Enrique started his collection and his passion almost 25 years ago. Uh, with the help of Enrique, we've uh, located the daughter of of uh, uh, Mufhele, Yolanda Mufhele, and uh, uh, she introduced us to some treasures uh, uh, that came with her father uh, to Colombia. We can see here uh, Yolanda Enriquez on the, uh, on the left, carrying a uh, shell, a signed and dated shell uh, by Jacob Hele. Yolanda introduced us or showed us uh, the portrait, the self-portrait, that I used at the beginning of the talk, of her late father and her late mother, actually. She was from the Jebrey family. And uh, for the first time ever for me as a collector or a researcher, I would find a painting and the actual dress or a piece or a remake of a dress. This chest panel piece made in Bethlehem in the year 1890 was painted actually in, in, in this painting for the mother of Yolanda, the wife of the late Zachary Hale. Actually, I've tried almost seven years ago to, to search in tombs for some of the uh, uh, remains of, of uh, our, my ancestors, the Bethlehemites. I took the permissions from the church to open the grave of my uh, late-grandmother, the wife of uh, Yaqub Al-Ama, And what I found is, is nothing, because water was uh, into the uh, into the grave, and nothing remained because of this uh, leakage. So to find this in Colombia in 2010, it was like finding a big pressure, actually. The daughter uh, of, uh, of Zakaria and uh, the, the chest panel and the two paintings of her both parents, And we've also introduced her to what we've checked and what we've uh, discovered about her late father and about her family. So they they never know that uh, uh, Dr. Norte, the French traveler, uh, uh, wrote about her uh, uncle or her father's uncle, Jacob, in his book uh, La Serie d'aujourd'hui. So uh, uh, she was uh, mesmerized to see a, a, a lithograph in that book and to see a signed uh, a, a mother of pearl piece. Actually, uh, later I discovered, with the help of, of Saez Khalil and my colleague and friend Nadal Atrash, we discovered in many houses in, in, in Bethlehem many uh, paintings, which are signed and dated by uh, uh, Zakaria Haleh. This is the Jakeman family collection. Uh, the, those are two out of four that were uh, in the collection of of late Saleh and Jacaman. You can see here, maybe we can uh, interpret that, this this wasn't uh, painted over uh, photography as the rest of, uh, of the other paintings. This was painted actually directly on canvas. We can see in the clear image here that it was painted using oil colors on canvas after a photo. That's, uh, that's the talent or uh, the hand of an artist, not only a photographer, that Zachariah even not only uh, uh, was learning photography or learning photography, but I'm sure that uh, Zachariah, we, after we finish, uh, that Zachariah also was having uh, or learning some kind of, of art. We don't know until now, until we conducted this research or finished this research, that there was any kind of link between Zachariah or any uh, other uh, artist, like uh, as I mentioned, uh, uh, Nicola Syed or Khalil uh, Halabi or others from Jerusalem City. Uh, I have a, another clue at the end of the talk I'll show it to you. So this is, uh, 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 again, uh, a couple from the Jehanan family painted, this is the signature, ZI of Haile Bethlehem. Uh, I stands for Isa, and this is the signature for that painting. Uh, there are uh, other uh, uh, paintings that we discovered uh, together uh, here in Bethlehem. I've discovered the painting for the mother, the late mother of the late uh, Marcus Nassar, the very famous uh, Bethlehemite architect who studied uh, architecture in, in France in the 19th century. Uh, I was uh, I wasn't allowed to take actually a photo for that uh, painting. And uh, uh, later I discovered a, a very religious, let's say, icon, or an image for the Virgin Mary. It is now in a private collection here also in Bethlehem. So the majority uh, of the paintings that are uh, 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 discovered in Bethlehem are accountable are, are on, on both hands. Uh, we can say we have... Paintings, like around from eight to nine paintings that are still uh, uh, existing. Photographs, I'm sure that every Bethlehemite family abroad or here in diaspora or in Palestine, they are having photographs. Now, after uh, what we've said about uh, Zachariah, about what we've discovered, the remains of his family... By the way, this is the only remaining daughter of his family. He had five uh, daughters and one son. All died. Uh, We'll talk about the death of Zachariah at the end. Just to go back, that uh, during this talk we can state or we can uh, uh, announce That uh, uh, if we say that uh, Khalil the very famous Khalil Raad, I've been uh, discussing this with uh, Professor Saleem before the beginning of this talk That if we consider uh, uh, Khalil Raad not an original or uh, Palestinian he was from in lebanon he was born and he died there at the age of 103 years so old mm-hmm. uh, we can name or title uh, zachariah of Haile since there's not no other uh, clues or uh, finds he was the first palestinian photographer the son of bethlehem who had uh, this uh, uh, very pioneer uh, workshop of photography in uh, nativity square by the way his uh, uh, photo uh, workshop or his atelier was demolished in 1962 with the, the all of the remaining buildings that were in the middle of the current Nativity uh, Square uh, by the order of the Jordanian government at that time in order to create, in 1962, in order to create a, a, a bus uh, station or a parking for buses who were coming into that uh, um, I've, I've uh, read all the uh, material uh, uh, speaking or tackling photography in Palestine. I've been introduced to researchers, such as uh, uh, Dr. Massar, uh, my friend, Anthony, Jesus, Khalil Shouke. everybody who uh, uh, wrote about photography, there is no clue or no evidence that somebody, a Palestinian, was there having a camera, taking photographs for locals, for landscapes, painting, before Zakaria Malhele, who established his workshop again in 1907, who immigrated to Colombia in uh, 1918, 1917, who died in 1951. And later, the discoveries continued. This is, by the way, I forgot to show you. Again, this is my great-grandfather and his son Tawfiq in the first communion of Tawfiq in 1913. By that time, again, the image is not that clear because of the projector. This is a stamped carton. So uh, in 1913, he was that uh, 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 well-established and very uh, uh, well-known, especially in the city of Bethlehem, that he was uh, uh, printing and importing special uh, cartons or papers to glue his photographs on with his name. It, it is uh, Z Abu Photography Bethlehem. So this is in 1913. Just to... To go back to, t- to this image which, which I kept. I found this in, in also in the collection of fiolanda uh, It's from the archive of Abdullah Abu Fahele, one of the family members of the Abu Fahele in Colombia again. We have here another image taken in the year 1900, nearly the same uh, position of the Dabiou family, the painted one, the same year, same table. This is the table that uh, Khalil Raad used to cover with a tablecloth, a red tablecloth. This is uh, 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 Katrina, the sister of Zakaria. This is Isa, his father, his mother, uh, Miladin Dabdoub, and his uh, uh, brother, uh, uh, Rafael, and this is Zakaria. If you look at the image here, you can see that he was laughing. The others were mesmerized by the photography, by the, by the complexity of the, of the atmosphere in the studio. Zakaria, at that age, painted the, the Dabdoud family portrait, and at that age, I'm sure that he was in a relation as a student of Khalil Rad. he was laughing. He was that uh, uh, having that sense of normality to the situation, to photography, to the camera, to the equipment. So he was sitting very relaxing, if we can say. Look at the father, he was like that, astonished. He was that relaxed. This, this photograph gave me more clues about his relation to Khalil Rad. And again, we shall go back. To his background as an artist before being a photographer, this needs further research. This is the house of Yoland What's what you are seeing on one of the walls? Enrique took for me this two images. Maybe Ustaz Zewailah here can pinpoint that those two paintings could be attributed easily, either to uh, David Zalatimo Juhari. or Johari. So uh, uh, I still need to dig more. I'm not able to contact uh, Yolanda again. Uh, something happened there. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure since two years I didn't contact her if she's still alive or not. I have the phone uh, number of her uh, 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 son. I have to know this red signature here who signed those. And she said that, uh, uh, to Enrique that those were brought from Palestine. So, paintings brought from Palestine in 1917 or 1918, I'm sure that they belong to the Jerusalemite School of Modern Art, the Palestinian pioneers did did, did those two. We have to dig more, maybe we can discover the link between Zakaria Aboufhele, not only as as a photographer, but as a pioneer artist who deserves to be included in every book or every publication that uh, uh, documents Palestinian art. Uh, Those two, uh, this image is the first time ever that I uh, I publish or speak about because for me this is a treasure actually for what I'm doing in, in Palestinian art. And to add more uh, uh, excitement to the story that almost two years ago I discovered with the help of the artist Samia Halabi four paintings by Khalil Halabi and they were done with the same uh, framing, the same framing, same quality, same same style. So it adds more excitement. This is something to be discovered in the future. Actually, uh, Zakaria died in 1951. He was uh, um, late 60s, at the age of late 60s. And he was mourned in every uh, 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 newspaper there, and by newspapers uh, uh, published by the Arab community there. This is one Arab. And this is Don Zakaria Aboufheila Dabdoub, of course Dabdoub, because his mother was a Dabdoub. And uh, uh, you can see even that uh, when he went there and he made his self-portrait, he kept the uh, Ottoman uh, uh, coat of arms or sign, which is the crescent. The and he changed, actually, the spelling of his family. He omitted the H, which is Abu Fahle, came to Abu Fahle in Latin America. Same as my family from Al-A'ma came to Al-A'ma, later to Lama. They omitted the A and the L. So from there came the Lama brothers, the two brothers who uh, invented cinema in the Arab world. By by showing you those three images, I've concluded my research about Zakaria Aboufhele. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you you managed to, link, uh, to see the links that we've made in this Research and this talk, and I hope that uh, uh, from now on we can continue researching on Zachariah to prove that he was the first Palestinian photographer. Actually, after khalil brought his, his master was his teacher, and we can uh, dig more in, in private houses to see more evidence or more more clues about Zachariah and his uh, uh, photography. Thank you very much for that.
2: Can we go back a slide? Can we go back slide? The slide of the paintings. The paintings, okay. One on the left,
3: The one on the right. The one on the right? It's very it's, it uh, seems
1: like it's a copy from a nineteenth century French artist called Jean Louis David. And it is called the Oath of the Horaire Hor- 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 Chai. So Something it's very similar.
3: Something different. Uh, no. no, something from the, Roman, uh, it's the it's Roman... I found this image again uh, yesterday, only yesterday. I was keeping it for for, for the future, let's say. And I, I thought it would be great to and share the other it with one you. It seems to me like it's a Napoleon.
2: Napoleon is a Napoleon
3: is I from Moscow. I didn't I dig didn't uh, more into yeah, this uh, image. So Just this may be a yeah. Things of like Zufar, like did like Nicola, the Nicola copied yeah, yeah. The, uh, uh, subjects from Nicola side. I mean, copied subjects from Greek mythology. Exactly. <laughs> so this was very usual, and even yeah, exactly. uh, uh, they copied the images from cookie boxes, from boxes that were imported from the UK. Yeah, so of course it's something copied. It's yeah. not out of their mind. Topic, the topics are very interesting. Yeah. No, the first one is uh, from uh, from the from the Greek. Uh, of, uh, the history of history, and the other is from and the, the French to expedition to, to Palestine. Yeah. So just to conclude that, uh, as I mentioned, uh, my intention was to make a, a talk about uh, the photographers of that land. I think we need more and more uh, talks and more, uh, plenty of hours to, to give them what they really we need plenty of research also. Let's say uh, uh, other colleagues did research about uh, uh, other photographers. Just to name them, we have Isa uh, zughbi we, uh, we have Karima Aboud, uh, we have today a very famous photographer still living among us, uh, uh, Maurice Miquel. We have plenty of photographers that deserves to be mentioned and to be uh, 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 in books, published and documented in books. Uh, any questions? Yeah, I have a Please. question. Uh, the technique about the painting on the photography. Yeah, can you explain that? Is it you take the photo and you just paint? over the outlines or actually you just use photo paper to paint it no actually a photo was taken at a studio oh. like the studio of Khalil it was enlarged and on the photo on the on the texture of the photo, photograph itself he painted with oil colors so he painted over it the was form, very right? fragile after a hundred or 110 years nearly it became like flaking and you can take out the oil and you will find Beneath it, the photographer. The photograph, okay. Now, later, Isa Zugbi, who was also a painter and a photographer, used a, a very different technique that he didn't use heavy oil colors. He used some uh, 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 dissolved uh, oil colors just to shade. He would leave the face. Maybe you've seen one of them, uh, To leave the face, which is the photograph, and later to highlight or to paint the dress with, with uh, oil, oil colors. Please, uh, that's, I just wanted to know
2: the difference. No, no,
3: on photography. But this is one of the Jacobin family, you can see here. There is some damage here, or here. You can see the canvas. Okay. Which proves that Zachariah was also a painter. To paint over a canvas is something else than to paint on, on, photo, on a photograph. Okay. Any
4: other question? Please. It, it might be very helpful if we study the role of the Franciscan fathers, mainly Father Amico in the 16th century, who painted a lot of places in Bethlehem, who brought artists from Venice to teach the the Tarajna family how to carve the mother of oil, and even how to draw and paint.
3: Well, actually, uh, Father Bernardino Amico, who came to the Holy Land in 1596, wasn't a painter nor a carver. He was an architect and he came on a mission from the Vatican to make exact plans and dimensions for the most holy places in, all over the Holy Land. He came to Palestine in 1596 and he failed in his quest since he didn't find any help of the locals until he been introduced from the, uh, uh, the convent here to the Taraj clan and he formed a group, they were 14, and they started recirculating Palestine to conduct his uh, uh, expedition of taking the exact measurements and to produce plants. Actually, the moment uh, he came, the Tarajmi were very, very much Advanced in the industry of the Mother of Pearl. Actually, the Mother of Pearl industry came for uh, 300 years before Bernardino amico It came with the, at the time of of, of the Saint uh, uh, Francis of Assisi, who established the uh, custody of the Holy Land here in in, two, uh, in 1273. When he came, he established it, and the the condition of the Christians of Palestine were that uh, uh, miserable because of the, not of the Ottoman rule, because of the Mamluk rule uh, on Palestine. So they needed to introduce to Christians of Palestine a job. So that's why they introduced the mother of pearl carving, which was very flourishing and very complete in Germany in, in Italy, especially in a place in, in Italy called Torio del Greco, which is the mountain of the Greeks, which is a place that uh, uh, plenty of carvers are located there to teach and to produce uh, uh, carvings. So by the arrival of Bernardino Amico, Bethlehemites were producing rosaries, were producing simple uh, 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 things, and we proved this by an archaeological day conducted in Albat uh, 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 Museum. Marilyn Barret, a French uh, archaeologist, conducted with the help of the uh, Ministry of Tourism and Antiquity a and we found there together uh, the remains of a workshop that dates back to the Mamluk period and later we found on the upper stratas we found uh, the remains of a workshop that uh, used to produce the first models of the uh, Holy Sepulchre Church in Jerusalem and of course the Nativity Church in Bethlehem Actually uh, 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 Bernardino Amico gave a copy of the plans before, in 1600 exactly, publishing a, a, a book about uh, uh, plants and uh, holy places in the holy in the Holy Land. He published it in Venice. He gave a copy to the Tarajme, especially to the Mikhail and uh, the Sabat family. In my uh, master's uh, thesis, I tried to, to to pinpoint which family exactly started the mother of pearl industry of making uh, models. Actually, uh, the models are uh, uh, copies of of, uh, the most holy places in Palestine, especially the Holy Sepulchre Church. Forty or so are known to exist. They were produced by Bethlehem. You can see in the British Museum 4, you can see in every royal collection in Europe, Uh, an example and I've managed to bring the first one into Palestine to be in in Palestinian hands it was uh, 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 shown to public in the opening of the museum at the Bank of Palestine nowadays I'm having in my collection three one of them is a very rare uh, model for the church of of the of the nativity so to go back to your question uh, uh, Bernardino Amico came and the industry was
4: for yeah. The, yeah. Uh, well established. Uh, another point, there are 16,000 photographs in the Ecole Biblique at Jerusalem. It would be interesting to see who have taken these photographs. Probably people, mm-hmm. people with, uh, with other monks and priests. Mm-hmm. So this is a big treasure, 16,000, you see? Mm-hmm. And uh, they were taken recently mm-hmm. in the 19th so, century. century. So this might help to update the history of photography, the area. engineering. Uh, I've seen uh, many
3: of those images, but to go back to the Ecole Biblique, the Ecole Biblique itself was, was uh, 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 established to make uh, or to conduct archaeological uh, uh, digs in, in Palestine. So the purpose of the photographers, uh, I mentioned that in, in the beginning, that some photographers came here for a special purpose, one of the main purposes, was a, a, a documenting Palestine, or trying to to capture or to take photographs for the archaeological sites and digs in Palestine, and that's what happened to the Ecole Boutique. That's why they have the 12,000 slides and for now the majority of them were done by French photographers and before we as Palestinians started, Dr. Issam Nassar, Professor Salim uh, started writing about uh, uh, photography or uh, when they did uh, uh, an exhibition before us we have to say that the Israelis started uh, uh, researching about photography in order to, to, to prove what they call their right in, in Palestine, so many many, uh, uh, many uh, Israeli Israeli scholars uh, were digging into the archives of the custody, into the archives of the uh, Ecole Biblique. They started even before us, we have to to admit, and maybe Ustaz Khalil, we've, we've seen many books published on this subject by, the, by, by Israelis. Actually, they were misleading, in a way. And they were omitting in any documentation, any Arabic name. Yes. They only pinpointed Khalil Ra'ad because they had to. Because even they, they, they say that uh, Israel, the, the Jewish uh, 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 militias destroyed the, the, the workshop of Khalil Ra'ad in 1948. It was totally burnt down in Gate in areas.
4: Another source is Helma Grandfist and Weza Berger, who lived 30 years in the and their books are filled with pictures yeah. of the people of the class yeah. Probably the people of Bethlehem uh, exchanged, because she was living with the, in, in the convent. You see, yeah, but this is late. Uh,
3: this is late. This happened in the
4: 20s, in the 10s,
3: in the 30s of the 20th century. Now we're talking about uh, the establishment and the fall of workshops or photo, photo uh, studios like Abu Fahelek. The, the period which we need to dig in is, is the early 20th century. This is a missing link in the photography or the documentation of photography. Why somebody like Dr. Hassan Nassar, he did that much uh, deep research. He didn't discover uh, Zachary Abu Sheni because the people of Bethlehem and the owners of uh, photographs and paintings were hiding them. Mm-hmm. Actually, we, we, we tried a lot to 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 uh, to knock on doors to to search in Bethlehem. I'm very thankful for uh, for your father who gave me the authority to photograph those images. Uh, and to publish them in, in my talk. Uh, other families, also the Dabdub, I thank you very much uh, for, for, for the image or for the painting. Other people are keeping the uh, photos hidden, and they feel that this is only like something financial or something that has money value, nothing. We, we should be exposed to this. We should dig more and to document more. Uh,
2: George, I want to follow up this issue of pigmentation that our friend here yeah. is. You seem to have shown three kinds of pigmentation. One is actual coloration, which may be the first one. Which is my
3: great-grandfather, this one.
2: Yeah. This is completely
3: over photograph.
2: Yeah. Then we have painting over photograph. And the third one is painting derived from photograph. And I wanted the the painting on canvas. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to ask you if there's any evidence uh, that they use the canvas as a development paper. This is something very technical that
3: I've never tackled, honestly. I've, in my research on photography, I've never worked with a photographer. I worked with historians, but right. to develop an image on, photogra- on, uh, on canvas, I think it's something very advanced, because, uh, extremely advanced.
2: I, let, let me just ask you this. Um, I, I know of cases, this is early 20th, maybe late 19th, when they use magic lanterns yeah which is kind of slightly yeah
3: a produced them
2: yeah and he it was selling them more to, than photographs trace on canvas they would have the yeah. canvas on the wall yeah they have the magic lantern here they would trace the photograph
3: this is something used they, until today
2: by artists but i think it's one step <laughs> to go is I don't know. I mean technically to, to develop, develop the is it image? Possible to develop uh, I really don't know. You canvas. develop the photo
3: on the canvas, I,
1: I really don't well, know. Well no one answered this because I took some
3: old photography
4: classes, you need special liquids and chemicals and very special paper to actually translate the lines over to the paper. The canvas does not have this quality. So maybe he was inventive enough to actually paint That chemical to a canvas and then just put it on the same table. It's possible. I mean, they could be that sweater.
3: By the time that Zachariah Bofhele started photography, there were like twenty-five techniques to produce uh, photography, like a a, a chemical substance uh, made from silver, a very organic substance made of of, uh, of egg. Uh, it's, it was that complicated the, repro- the, the uh, producing the photograph, not taking it on. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard of somebody who, who made the photography directly on, on canvas. And if you take it outside the
4: room, it yeah. will start dissolving. The yeah, lights. of course. So you have to have the right yeah, environment. Yeah.
3: So. That's why I showed you that. You can see. You can see here again. How he built his studio by like three rooms if you see it on the laptop a big studio and a room for for producing the images chemically or in the, in the method that you've been mentioning any any more questions well thank you very much for attending again